Welcome back to the League of Inches podcast. This episode is a Cronulla Sharks 2024 NRL season preview. We have an in-depth look across the season ahead for the Sharkies, giving our reasons for and against a successful season, as well as the ins and outs for the Cronulla Sharks. As always, if you do enjoy the podcast and the page, make sure you give it a like and a follow. It does go a long way in making sure you get up-to-date notifications of each episode that comes out. We are a weekly podcast, having more than one episode each week, so you don't want to miss out. And if you're going to go that little bit further to help us out, just make sure you give us a, a like and a subscribe on all your social media platforms. We are on them all, including YouTube. Enjoy the episode. Jez, can you run us through? You can go through both the gains and losses, then we'll have a chat because there's not too much going on here. Yeah, this one was a lot better to put together. Um, so the gains, we've got Billy Burns from the Dragons and Michael Gabriel from the Bulldogs. So they're the gains for the Billy Sharks. Billy Burns. <laughs> He's been everywhere, I feel like, in about two years. He has, yeah. Came from, so Dragons and before that was Panthers and then somewhere else before that. I don't know. South South Sydney possibly, yeah. He's been everywhere. Seen how many jerseys he can uh, collect. And that's him pictured down the bottom. I didn't even know what he looked like. But there you go. Dan, if he can get through a year without an injury, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, The losses, so we've got Wade Graham who has retired. Oh, man, you've put me on the Sorry. spot here. Wade, Wade, Wade Graham, who's uh, signed for the entrance Tigers, believe it or not. That's how retired oh. he is. <laughs> I'm going to murder this. Um, was I close? That's why he was released. Yeah, we'll put it. He was released because the coach <laughs> couldn't get his name right at training. He couldn't name him every week. You're out. See you later. <laughs> um, Matt... My goodness. Ikevalu, thank you. The Lee Leopards. Matt Moylan, again, off to Lee Leopards. See ya. Off to the Super League. Did you predict this, Adam? Did you predict he was off to the Super League? Matt Moylan, definitely, yes. Yeah. yeah. And then Connor Tracy, we've spoken about, he has uh, found himself at the Bulldogs. So not too much movement. Uh, definitely more losses than gains, obviously. But that's the Bull- uh, That's the Sharks, and that's how they're, they've done their recruitment for 2024. A lot of um, re-signs down the bottom, so some good names down there that have on till at least 2025 and then off contract next year. You have a look. Billy Burns is only on a one-year one contract, so it's pretty much see how you go and see if you stick around, but it's pretty much the Sharkies. Braden Hamlin Ueli interests me in that off-contract list. I think he might be one of the ones that a few clubs might try and go for. Um we will see, but yeah, I'm, I'm a bit with you. There's not too much. I'm a bit, I know, I'm, really, I'm a bit off about the Sharks this year. There's just something that doesn't feel right about him, and it starts with this recruitment for mine because I think there needs to be a couple more in the games and a couple more of those sort of reliable first grader type things or just go all your eggs in one basket and go for uh, one of those small superstars, like they've done with the Ford Pack next year with Aiden Fanua Blake obviously coming to the club. But from what I've heard, there is some money in the cap for the Sharks. So I'm surprised. There's obviously not much talent around at the moment, so they might be just trying to get their powder a bit dry to see who who comes up. But um, as you said as well, re-sign list, a re-signing list is quite large, so they've obviously focused in-house a lot as well. So um, and, yeah, I think it was Matt Moylan's time to move on. I just think last year he was a bit behind the pace of a first-grade 5-8 uh, and put a lot of pressure on Nico Hines. I think 
when Trindle did come into there late on, I think it freed up Hines a lot. Adam? Yeah, Trindle's a seven, Hines is a six. Hines has never been a yeah. seven, you know, that might be my opinion, even the year he won the Dally M. So they had to move Moylan on to get um, Trindle into the team. It doesn't matter what numbers they wear on their backs week in, week out. Trindle's going to play that controlling role of the team. It's just the natural player he is. And he's been a very underrated player for quite a number of years now. So, look, Moylan's time was, it was, he was due off to the Super League, um, as predicted. Like, I'm, I'm against what you're saying. Like, obviously, they've got a few losses here, but a few that needed to go. I guess the only big loss there that's time wasn't up is Connor Tracy. As to what they've signed, they've just signed a bit of depth. Um, they didn't really need to sign anything else because the problem they had last year was fitting them all in. Okay. Probably forgetting the way Graham spent a lot of the year out anyway. Um, Connor Tracy spent a lot of the year in reserve grade. Ikevalu, Jeremy's mate, Tuku, um, don't even know who he is. So Matt Moylan was the only one really on that list that spent regular time in no disrespect. Grade. Yeah, exactly right. And found himself out of the team at the end of the year anyway. So, look, I think Cronulla, um, they're in for another year where they've been touched on the dick anyway with the draw. So it seems to happen every year to them. They seem to get that easiest run no matter what. So... Be another good year for Cronulla of beating all the bottom eight teams, making the finals and going out in the first week again. So that, that hate mail that we've got coming in quickly from last week for Adam, just keep it coming and I'll just keep forwarding it off to, to Adam. You can't, so you can't, you can't lie with facts. You can't lie with facts. Though. They've done it for the last two years. But, you know, they, they've got a pretty good yeah, draw. Yeah. They've got a pretty good draw. But I like what um, Joel touched on with their re-signing. So they really have focused in-house. So, and again, as Adam touched on, they've gone with just a little bit of depth. They didn't have to do much recruitment. They didn't have to do much signing. But it was the the curse of trying to fit everybody in. So their their reserve grade was um, had a couple of first graders going through it. So to be able to sign these guys on until like 2025, but you got Heinz until 29, so there's most of your cap. But just to focus in-house and really run with the draw that they've got, I think the Sharks, they might even, uh, they might make it to, Second week, Adam, of finals. Second week. Isn't it a concern, though, they're, they're staying in-house and they've done that pretty much now since Fitzy's been there. So two years they've had basically the same sort of team and both years have ended the same way. Isn't it yeah, but sort of the time to there, mix it up a bit? In the positions that they're after, what else is out there? The thing is, I would have gone Avarillo. I would have gone hard for Avarillo. I think they need yeah. a bit of strike in the centre. He, he, he rates Talakai centres, which I don't, I don't. I don't think anyone I else does for when it first started. But obviously he's made that decision there. And, you know, his, his other centre, whose name has completely forgotten me, the one that left Ramian. 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 Ramian's obviously, yeah, one of the, he'd be one of the strongest centres in the, in the like, competition when he actually sets his mind to it. But I... Like I said earlier, I don't think they needed to, and it's good to see a team actually. You look at that list of what they've re-signed, and quite a few of them are actually juniors coming through as well. So it's good to see a team actually putting faith in their juniors and giving them runs. What are you rating the the recruitment guys? Adam, you can go first. You're you're going well with the Sharkies. Let's just keep the hate going, I guess. No, I'm actually giving them a seven because they've moved on everyone that needs to be moved on. Like. A lot of clubs show a little bit too much loyalty to players and let them go out in their own terms. They've kind of, you know, given Matt Moylan, who's been there for quite a while, a tap on the shoulder and said, off you go. Um, Wade Graham, obviously that was his decision, but like I said, the players on that list weren't playing regular first grade, so it was time for him to go. And, yeah, obviously look, they could have bought in a gun centre, as you said, or a gun for whatever position they needed, but, like, they're a team that... 
I'm going to use that word, but they have X Factor in their backline. They are a bit exciting to watch. I think their backline, their one, two, five, and three, are probably some of the biggest flogs in rugby league. Um, the way they act, their smugness. I'm not afraid to say that. Not fans of them, Alitalo, um, and Katoa and Will Kennedy, but they've got a bit of excitement about them. I thought Will Kennedy was one of the best fullbacks in the game last year um, until he picked up a few injuries. I know it's easy when you're playing the easiest draw and picking on bottom eight teams, but he still had a bit of excitement about him. Jez, I'll, I'll go. I'll go. Um, I've got the. I've got him a six. I'm just sort of a bit meh with him. Yeah, I had him a six, and it's purely on the the re-signings, focusing in-house, and as Adam said, just moving on a couple of people like Moylan and saying goodbye to Wade Graham. So giving him a six. Yeah. A couple of positives for, for the Cronulla Sharks for 2024. I've got down here, we mentioned it a bit earlier, the Hines and Trindle combination, which I think will be a lot more steadying for this side uh, this year in a better, much better balance. As Adam said, and I 100%, 150% agree with him, Hines should be the six. Trindle should be the seven. Even name them in the jersey so that there's no silly buggers with that. And I guess the other positive, and you can look at it as a positive, that's our stable squad mentality as well. So everyone knows how they play. They've all got their roles. Hopefully this is the year they all just level up and can do it when it's when they need to in finals football. Yeah, and we're all just really excited to see what Billy Burns will do this year. What injury, you mean? <laughs> well, what club you'll sign for next year? Uh, uh, you're on fire. Have you got any concerns for the Cronulla Sharks? Yeah, Billy Burns. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. my biggest concern for the Sharks is that they draw again. Like, like I said, you, everyone always touches on it. They've got this easy draw, blah blah blah. You don't want it. Like, you want to be playing the harder team, especially at the back end of the year, and get yourself finals ready because if you're getting your way with teams and you get to the finals and get forced to have to turn up, they've shown in the last two years they're incapable of doing it. So the biggest concern for them is they need to find, I'll say, a bit of mental toughness in a way. Um, they need to get themselves up for games every week like they're playing a top team every week because that's the way they need to approach the finals. And they will get to the finals given the draw they've got. Yep. Jez? Can't say much else than what you two have said. Uh, I think I'm excited to see what Nico Hines will do this year uh, alongside Trindle, and they should definitely be wearing their respected numbers in the right spots. So, And I think Kennedy might be in for a really big year as well. It was exciting to see him do what he did at fullback. So, Can I, yeah. can I touch on that? As your marquee player, they want him in the seven because it sells jerseys. Um, I was at Peter Wynn's score on Sunday, and outside of Peter Wynn's score, they had the Cronulla Sharks 7 with Hines on the back of it because it sells jerseys. And it's what they've become used to now when they've signed him. So he won't change out of the 7. He'll wear the 7 no matter what he's doing and what part of the team he's controlling. Yeah. Kids. You got, you got I've got a couple more. I've got a couple more concerns that hasn't been mentioned. So I just want to go through. I feel like if Hines goes down, they have a severe lack of creativity when it comes to this football side, I look at it and it relies so much. I feel like this is the more, the most, I don't know how the, how the best way to word this, probably the biggest side in the NRL that relies so much on one player would be the Cronulla Sharks, I feel like, for, for 2024. If he goes down for touch wood, it does not happen for an extended amount of time. 
even if it's an easy draw, I've got serious concerns over the Cronulla Sharks winning enough football games to get themselves into the finals. The last one would be, I feel like they've got too many one-dimensional forwards. I look at their pack, and I feel like it's all the same player. And we've seen that last year. There's nothing really coming off the bench. If I was them, I'd be moving Talakai onto the bench and having him as an impact forward coming on after probably 20, 25 minutes when some players are a bit tired uh, and just creating a little bit of that X factor in a forwards role and um, go from that. Like, And they've got a couple of young guns in Kay Dykes and Iro as well um, that are waiting to get a start in the back line. They're really, really good players. And, again, they'll bring that X factor to the back line. I am um, just would like to see a little bit of change up here from the, the Cronulla Sharks when it comes to spicing up their attack a little bit. I just feel like it hasn't been where it should have been, um, you, especially the back half the of forwards, last year. Do you think that's the forwards being punched out of a cookie cutter or do you think it's the coaching? Like, do you think that's their, their tactics both. of the way that they play? Probably both. I feel like that this group of forwards that we're talking I, about I agree has played the same saying. sort of way for a while. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying, how all the forwards kind of bring the same sort of energy and I also agree that Talakai needs to come off the bench because that's that's their impact around that slow ruck. But I also think it might be a little bit of the coaching side of things where they might not be allowed to go off script if per se in terms of the forwards. Well, look, their locks are a prime example of that. You've got Fanukin or McInnes and they're both pretty much similar players. They're going to work their asses off, but... Are they really going to become like we've seen like a hop good for the Eels last year and really help get that attacking order as well? I haven't really seen that since McInnes has gone to that lock role. And mm. yeah, I, I'm just, just, I would love I to just see Dale on the field because it's been ages since he's had a consistent run of footy. McInnes was a dumb signing for them when they made it as well. They didn't need him. Um, no, they, they but he made all those off. tackles that one time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's all he has done. He's done nothing to attack for him. And, like playing a lock when he's a hooker. This, uh, is he the one that did the tackle when no one was near him and he just jumped? Is that McKinnis last year? I, I think it was. Super coach points. I think it was. The, 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 Bulldogs, the Bulldogs could have used him as a 14, I reckon. Hmm. <laughs> what right, about our finishing know. position for the Sharkies? I'll go, I'll go first. I'll, I'll go first this one. I've got him fifth to eight, purely off the easy draw. I initially had him in the next bracket down, but I remembered about how easy that draw is. Um, but as I said, if they lose Nico for an extended run, I would be dropping them to at least the next level in on the ladder. Yeah, I've got them for the same reasons. I've got them in fifth to eighth just because of the Sharks and they always seem to just sneak into the eight. Ditto. Nothing else to say. Same, fifth to eighth. This is what we are here, the League of Inches experts of, of the show. <laughs> The three of us, um, great minds think.